Get Brian Mudd. Download your iHeartRadio app and turn up News Radio 610 WIOD. It is 1120. Welcome back to the show. We got Natalie Rodriguez with the trending story. Hey, Natalie. Oh, okay, never mind. We don't have Natalie. Oh, now we do have Nate. She's with a sense of determination. Natalie Rodriguez approaches the microphone. All hail. And has things to say. Kohl's is opening up 400 Sephora beauty departments in its stores nationwide this year. If you haven't been to JCPenney and you haven't noticed, the Sephoras are being wiped out from all the JCPenney stores. So apparently the transition is going to happen. It's a done deal. The new stores um, will span about 26 states. I'm learning now that California will see the most new Sephoras with 46 of them. Here in Florida, we're getting 14 of them. You know, to have done that without having a gasp, for air somewhere in the mix was <laughs> was a talent. Thank you. Thank you. I have a very strong diaphragm. <laughs> Obviously, that was impressive. A singer's diaphragm for for sure to yes. be able to pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is is not good when it comes to cops. You know, it's it's been something that's been on my radar for a long time. You know, for our sister station, I do a weekly uh, feature called Protecting the Palm Beaches. And I, I've done it for years, going all the way back to the killing of the Dallas police officers years ago by a Black Lives Matter activist, as the case may be, was little known what they were about back in those days. But anyway, I noticed the escalation and violence towards law enforcement, and I thought it was time to take a stand and really start to tell the truth about the rise in risk for law enforcement and also the human side. You know, you talk about law enforcement and the people who go to work every day and put on badges. I mean, you know this if you have somebody who's in law enforcement in your family or neighbors. You know their their spouses. You know their kids. And the dynamics that go on and how hard it is, not just for the, the folks who wear the badge and do the job, but for the families as well. And what's happened? Well, subsequent to that attack in Dallas years ago, things have only gotten worse. We've had two consecutive years. The most line-of-duty deaths in our nation's history. And you think about that, it's remarkable. Right down to even considering 9-11. You know, you think about 2001. We've had more officers that have died in the line of duty the last two years than, than at any point in our country's history. And it's been skyrocketing higher. And beyond that, you also have those who end up getting attacked and, and might not fall in the line of duty but become injured. A related alarming story. On Friday, you had 13 police officers wounded by gunfire inside of 24 hours. It's uh, it's concerning for sure. Here to talk about this, retired police lieutenant Randy Sutton. And uh, Randy has done incredible work over time, including his work as the founder of the Wounded Blue. And you may check out his website, randysuttonspeaks.com. Randy, good to, to talk with you again. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's getting any better. Well, you know, thanks for having me on and talking about a topic that is very much forgotten um, by the media, and that is the number of officers who are injured in the line of duty, um, as opposed to, you know, the, 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 well, the danger of this job is twofold. It's physically dangerous and it's psychologically dangerous. And, um, and psychological injuries are mounting with the, you know, the current sentiment that's, um, you know, that's been pervasive throughout the country regarding the negativity towards law enforcement officers. So you have, you're combating, you're combating uh, a lot of different factors 
when you're when you put on that badge. And um, you know, startling statistic: um, last year, more than sixty thousand law enforcement officers were physically assaulted in the line of duty. That means that means gunfire, knives, stunning, uh, hit with bricks. It's an astounding number. It really is, and, and of course. Very little of this ever gets reported. The real toll is is seldom known by those that aren't involved in law enforcement. And, you know, to that end, you know, Randy, I, I've seen what appear to be divorce rates that have been rising within law enforcement as well. And, and that makes me sad. And it speaks to to the stress and the human toll that uh, that you're addressing. Well, post-traumatic stress I- injury is, is as real as a bullet. And it, it has so many different effects on on law enforcement officers so you you talked about this, the the uh, the rate of divorce yes that's very very high amongst law enforcement officers but so is suicide um i'm going to give you another startling statistic and that is roughly and this is this is some guesswork because you can't really tell how many um deaths are related to our suicides but roughly four to six times the number of police officers who are killed in the line of duty will take their own lives. And uh, this is something that we deal with at the Wounded Blue very, very regularly because post-traumatic stress injury is so pervasive. Uh, so, you know, you have you get the physical dangers, the psychological dangers, and it's taking a massive toll on law enforcement officers throughout the United States. Now, Randy, um, it, it is just, it's heartbreaking to hear. And, uh, you know, you take a look at the lay of the land right now, and I always try to think, okay, what is it that we can do to make a difference? And obviously being grateful to those in law enforcement and supportive of their families, I think, is a place to start. But uh, but above and beyond that, okay, on one hand, it looks like the whole defund police movement is is failing, and maybe the ship is sailing on that, thankfully. My concern and my question for you is, has the damage already been done, especially perhaps with another young generation of soon-to-be adults that don't have respect and regard for law enforcement. Yes, we're, you know, there's no turning back now. Um, The damage has been done. There's been massive um, uh, failures of our political leadership and cities and states that have, that have embraced the quote, defund the police movement. It is, it is, it was one of the most irrational responses to a law enforcement use of force um, that could even be imagined. And, it, and the, 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 um, they, the damage that it has done cannot be reversed quickly. Um, if, if we return to some sense of normalcy tomorrow, it would take a decade to, um, to bring the numbers of law enforcement uh, back up to strength because wow. you are seeing a massive shortage in the number of of police officers, you're seeing um, retention diminishing. You're seeing recruitment. Oh my lord! I mean, they, huge they concern. Just gave, they they yeah. just gave a test in St. Louis. Not one person showed up. Not one. Person. Wow! No kidding. Well, Randy, I, I am grateful for the work that you do. That's Randy Sutton with the Wounded Blue and his website, RandySuttonSpeaks.com. We got to do what we can. You know, to be supportive, and we seemingly do a pretty good job here in South Florida, but the bigger issue remains. We're going to talk with Miami Interim Police Chief Manny Morales next here in the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.